Hello and welcome to the 2K Fancy Premier League podcast. We're up to episode 77 and we're looking ahead to game week 2022. As always, I'm Chris and I believe I'm joined by Kev, who has been throwing beer on his uh, his keyboard and his mouse as we've been getting ready for this. Awesome. <laughs> we're sorted. Is it, is it all cleared up now, Kev? Yeah, it was just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, I haven't spoke to you for like, Two weeks, which kind of feels like ages. I know. How how's things been? Pretty good, man. Works works kicking off. It's full time, busy. Like just, I'm like fo- super focused in it and like proactively doing more stuff at work. So it's but it's just it's like overwhelming a little bit. So anyway, it's good though. I had some nighttime work stuff too, like dinners and stuff, which just makes it feel crazy. But then we got. The uh, FPL, it's like, the fuck's even going on? I don't know. It's so it's such long breaks. I don't understand why they do this, why they go like crazy with the schedule in December and then it's like almost nothing in January. Well, it's kind of traditional, isn't it? That we've the UK traditional to have lots of football over Christmas time. It's just kind of, it's a tradition they want to want to keep up. But while some form of recognition that players need a break. But yeah. But and they have right, yeah. But, but, tournament, yeah. an Asian tournament, and it's like, I don't know. My brother and I were talking about the Afcon the other day, in the Asian Cup, and it's like, why do they have it at this time? Why isn't it when the other international stuff's happening? I presume it's a heat thing, isn't it? I, that's my Is guess. But I thought, well, I presume in Africa and in Asia, in the summer, it's absolutely roasting. Right. And therefore, the winter, it's the the climate's more appropriate to play in. But I've never, I've never looked into that. Was just always my my guess. I don't know. Mm. Answers okay. on the postcard. You know what? I'm not even going to Google it. I'm just going to accept that for the rest of my life without ever verifying if that's why. Uh, just, excellent. That's it, man. That's it for me. If anyone ever uh, asks, we'll just say that. Yeah, well, that's that's the best way with life. Just take one one person's word for it, and uh, and and you take it from there. So I don't. Kev, I, I will say I don't Kev. understand all the like. Oh, maybe Mo will be back after like drawing one game. Like, okay, like before he got injured, everyone's like, oh, we might go out early. We might have him back. It's like, all right. Well, if that happens, that happens. I don't know. There's no point. Like overthinking it at this point <laughs> no and, and i get yeah. billion pounds to spend right now anyway so will it be hard to get them back i don't think so not really uh, yeah i i mean and this is kind of where we are now in the game so we're recording this on sunday night at eight o'clock uk time the deadline for the next game week is a week on tuesday kev so it's the 30th yeah. of january six o'clock uk time and there's a few games that night. So the first kickoff is Forest versus Arsenal at 7.30. And then you've got Fulham Everton, Luton versus Brighton 15 minutes later. And then Palace versus Sheff- Sheffield United and Villa versus Newcastle. There's so quite a lot of games. So quite a lot, quite a lot of games to get maybe early team new team news leaks if people are sort of interested in that stuff. And um that's gonna be right bang on the January transfer window, which will close the day after. Um so quite 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 a lot of stuff could happen there. We've got the AFL Cup this week, Kev. So Chelsea, Fulham, and Liverpool in action. So that will help determine if we 
get any blanks in 26. Mm-hmm. And then next weekend, you've got the FA Cup fourth round, which will then start sh- uh, sort of start setting the, I guess, the scene for game week 29. And also potential if um, Liverpool, Chelsea, Spurs get knocked out of that, then they could they could actually rearrange any rearranged match and game week 26 earlier on. So there's quite a lot of stuff hinged on what those results are. But bear in mind, the FA Cup fourth round also gets replays, which would fall post game week 22. But I mean, I guess my main takeaway, Kev, is with all these cup matches and that's going to influence the sort of the future fixtures and the January transfer window, you probably don't want to do the early uh, Salah to Bowen move like a lot of people did last time round. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It worked out for me. I was perfectly willing to accept that yeah. risk. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess the difference for me now is that as that's... I mean, there is a risk that game week 26 has quite... as If you end up with Chelsea, Spurs, Liverpool, well, Luton, probably no one really cares, but I mean, you might have Kabori or something. You could end up with a lot of players missing in that week Particularly given yeah. in game week twenty five, we now have a double for Man City and Brentford, and right. the wis the wisdom is if Liverpool gets the EFL Cup final, they'll put Liverpool Luton in game week twenty five as well, Hopefully. and that would mean Liverpool have a double. But I mean that's 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 always the hardest thing to na- navigate a team with a double one week and a blank the week after, yeah, because you kind of want three players one week and not the week after, and obviously that's very hard to do without taking lots of hits. That'll be interesting because. I mean, to me, you know, say you own Trent like most of us do, and it sounds like he's going to be back next game. So I highly doubt any of us sell Trent at this yeah. point. You know, maybe you need to sell him to get Saunders Mo back later or whatever your path is, but you probably keep him for that. And then if Mo's back by then, obviously you're going to want Mo for the double. Even if he blanks the next week, so what? It's two of them. Not a big deal. We kind of went through this with City earlier. But uh, after that, and I haven't looked at the questions, and obviously Joda and Darwin just had a big game. But after that, I don't know how much more I would commit to Liverpool just because they double. Like, I'd probably rather go city heavy than third pool heavy. Because it's not like there's some cheap enabler on pool that you can fucking put third bench or something, right? Like, so... I'd probably, agree with that. probably go like two pool, three city. Um, int- Tony's an interesting debate. And yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I, I guess my takeaway is I'm not making any transfers until I kind of see see those cut results and stuff and just see how it plays out oh. a little bit. Totally. Which, which feels very different to the Mo to Bowen because it felt like it was... It felt like going to lose 0.3.4 million, and my team value's been taken a hammering as it is, which I, I think a lot of people have yeah. been feeling. Mo, um, Mo hasn't gone down as quick as it said he was going to be, though. Like it said he was going to drop multiple times, and he didn't. Same with Son. I mean, how yeah. much has he dropped? I haven't even looked twice. Yeah, both Son and Mo have both dropped twice. So, you know, not a huge deal so far. Maybe it's like point one a week now. Every week they're gone, they drop something like that. Yeah, a couple yeah. more drops. Yeah. But Son is someone that, like, I mean, various people had him at different times too. Like, I don't, I've only had him like fucking two weeks before <laughs> I had to sell him. I, I missed that seventeen point haul. That was painful and like hit him in after that. But now it's like you know, 
I don't know. We'll see what happens. But what the one thing that stuck out to me when you said various teams might be blanking, uh, like Chelsea and Spurs, was Spurs because I think Madison is about to be back. And the second Madison's back and playing, I'm pretty sure everyone that plays this game is going to start thinking about him pretty much immediately. Like he's going to jump right to the top of your, ooh, that's right. Madison was fucking amazing before he got hurt this year under Ange, wasn't he? Probably should get him. Yeah. Like I, I would have had him over Son if he never got hurt. So, so, so my understanding of what how that game doesn't. So, the reason why it's Chelsea and Spurs is if it's Chelsea versus Spurs in game week twenty six. So, if Chelsea get to the cup final, uh, then that game would couldn't be played when it's currently scheduled. However, um, however, Chelsea are losing in their cup tie versus I think it's Middlesbrough. They're one 0 down, but obviously Middlesbrough are not a Premier League type team, so you might expect Chelsea to get through on that. Um, the other way that that game could be rearranged in that week if they both get knocked out of the cup, okay. Chelsea have got Villa, and Spurs have got Man City, so it wouldn't be out of the question that they both get knocked out next weekend. So, say they don't get knocked out and they do blank. When do you think they would double? I'm assuming they want to double them right away because they're. Are they in anything? No, Chelsea's fucking out of everything, isn't? Aren't they? Is, is, is Spurs in anything? Like Europe shit? I can't remember, dude. My brain. Uh, um, are either of them in anything, or are they both out, or were they even? Did Chelsea even qualify, dude? Uh, like this is how out of like in space my brain is. I can't even remember. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Chelsea. I remember these guys' names. I'm like Alvarez. Chelsea, I'm like, not in anything because you remember, like Chelsea finished like twelfth or something last season. Um, I know they've been dog shit for a while. Like basically, before I gave a fuck about EPL, they were really good. I remember that, like Hazard so, and Drogba and shit. And then I started watching, and then it was like Hazard. And then it was just like they've just been. Then they randomly fucking win Champions League, <laughs> like out of nowhere. Like, come on, that's crazy. You think about so, Kevin. Answer your question. Chelsea couldn't double in twenty five because Man City are already playing them, and Man City have already got the double. Oh no, sorry, that's a lie. No. Chelsea double. Yeah, it's, no, they could then. Sorry, that's a complete lie. Yeah, Chelsea and Spurs could double in twenty five. That's, so that's then interesting. We will so sorry, when do they play these other games where they might get knocked out and it won't matter? Is it like how soon is that? Uh it's, it's so the EFL Cups this weekend's uh, oh. this sorry, sorry, EFL Cups this week, so Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. If Chelsea gets the final, then we know they can't play in twenty six. Okay. Well, 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 but then, they could get knocked out of what FA Cup? FA Cup, which is next weekend. Oh, okay. So after next weekend, I'll be cleared up. No point even. It won't all be cleared up if yeah. there's a draw because you've got replays in the FA Cup fourth round. Right. That's the that's the sting in the tail if there's some draws in it. So and then when would draws be played? Uh, I think they are. Knows, by the way, like fuck. Sorry. What, what are you googling this as we talk, or do you just read about this stuff when you're going to bed? Like, how do you know this? I, think I, I know you don't go read fucking Twitter guys stuff. You like know your shit yourself. I think it's mid. It's it's the mid. It'll be midweek, like the sixth and seventh of Feb. I think so. In between twenty three and twenty four, I think. Okay. Is my All yeah? Right, it's, so, between, it's in between twenty three and twenty four. I'm pretty certain, but I so can double we check. We will know with a couple weeks beforehand if they're going to also be like these two teams could also be like Liverpool with the double and the blank. That that would be 
potential free hit type scenario if three teams are doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like fucking free hit this double game week and get triple Chelsea, triple Spurs, triple Liverpool. Like might not need to bring all these guys in. But but like say none of this stuff's happening, Madison's back. I think I want Madison, man. But the midfield's getting interesting, dude. The midfield's getting interesting. I don't know if you want to talk about that now or later, but like Yeah, let's let, let, let's let's talk about it later. I think it's gonna yeah. pick up okay. in a minute. But yeah. I mean I, I think the I mean I hope the takeaway from that is so. I mean, we've obviously focused, on, you know, primarily on the twenty-six blank because that's one that's easier to predict, right? Clearly, we don't, we don't, we don't know how the FA Cup's going to play out. But I think you could have an in if if the twenty-six is the bad blank, if you kind of see what I mean, Kev, where you lose Chelsea, Spurs, yeah. Liverpool, you need to make a choice of whether or not you try and field a team for that week and play your free hit in twenty-nine, or do you go aggressive, play your free hit in twenty-six, and then try and field a team in twenty-nine. I think the challenge with 29 will be if if you know if you've gone heavy on Man City Liverpool in 25 you're going to have four five six players as you kind of you, I think you said like five for you for you Kev there's yeah. a good chance that Liverpool and Man City are still, still in the FA Cup and blank in 29 and therefore you haven't got many you haven't got many transfers to try and uh, alleviate that issue and obviously in 29 yeah. you could have quite a few blanks so my my gut feeling is we all we will still want a free hit in 29 but okay well but yeah. but let's see how it plays through right so kev some key team news we touched on a few of these bits already so number 10 uh archer was benched again um number nine uh jared bowen, bowen was fit yeah. so the ups and downs of drancing him in early <laughs> and then he turned up and then didn't do anything anyway but you know that's how it goes um and then the rest of these more things that we want to look out for over the next sort of week and a half in terms of team news and I guess for those teams that play what happens so I guess number eight I've got Edison had a knock in that previous game clearly if he's out for a few weeks then it opens up three point million or Ortega for the uh the Dublin 25 which I think would could be quite popular Kev if if that were to happen um number seven is Trent going to be back in 22 as Kev in, indicated earlier it's a good chance that will happen then number six uh, again Mr Madison He's due back in 22, so I think once he's back on the pitch, as Kev says, he'll be popular quite quickly. Number five, Gabriel and Rice both got knocks for Arsenal. And I guess, Kev, because Arsenal are at the FA Cup and Arteta doesn't it doesn't really like sharing much information, that's where that early kickoff, Forest versus Arsenal, might, might be relevant. So you kind of get a sense if Gabriel's going to play, because I know a lot of people have got him. Right. Um, so that so that's probably the team news leak you'll be looking for potentially if if Arteta's quite stum on on what's happened and we kind of know he's not the best at that. Uh, number four, this is an interesting one, Kev. So this there's been lots of rumours of Newcastle's financial fair play and they might be selling players. You know, yeah. and I, I think Bruno Gimenez has been linked with yeah. um, PSG, and now Trippier has been very strongly linked with going to Bayern, and that looks like a real thing because lots of people yeah. have reported on it. Um, Fabio, but, sorry. Uh, what's sorry, Fabrizio? What's his Fabrizio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Fabio, he fucking reported it, so it's it's on. That doesn't get to him if it's not legit. It's it's legit, and it's just a question of whether or not because it sounds like buying a one to right back. And it's whether buying go for him or another right back. So they're they're, they're kind of it's playing just like off and his buddies. <laughs> fucking yeah. dire with the fire. It's so ridiculous. Uh, you think he'll ever play on that team? 
He's just going to be there, what, like fucking getting Kane's hot towels out of the machine and put on his back after the game? Like, well, if, if, if Kane scores even more goals when Dyer's there, they'll, they'll just keep keeping there. Sort of <laughs> a, a bit like, um, what's the keeper? Uh, Scott Carlson. Is it Scott Carlson? Who am I thinking of? The goalkeeper that plays for Man City. Oh, the, the one that just that's leaving the MLS? Stefan? No, there's a. I'm sure it's. I'm, I say Scott Carlson. Have I gone mad? Oh, That's not in randomly last year. Scott, Scott Carson. Carson. I put an L in there. He, he came in one game last year, right? Yeah, he's like been there forever. So he's been at City since like 2019 or something, and he's kind of there just to keep everyone happy. And he like plays occasionally if they've like won everything and it doesn't matter. And they and everyone loves him, and he's like he's like the heartbeat of the dressing room or something. But yeah, that's that's right. Dyer's new position, but but just one single player. And then top three, uh, I guess the big players, the 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 tre- pre- premiums. Num- number three is how fit is Kev? And I'm not talking about you, Kev. I'm talking about Kev De Bruyne. <laughs> Clearly fit enough to, to get off the bench. So, sorry, go for it. It said I'm in pain, buddy. You're in pain. What 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 what's what's happened to you? <laughs> you just said how fit are you? Everything, uh, everything hurts. Ever since I turned thirty, it just gets worse every fucking year. Uh, so, 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 so you've you've not burnt off the Christmas di- uh, dinner yet, then? No, actually, we had leftover turkey. Uh, my my wife made like turkey mac and cheese this year with leftovers, and then we like froze it. Fucking, it was great. Yesterday, it's ironic you said that. And, and and ironic that as I ask you how, how you burn that off, I hear you cracking open a beer. Yep. Shout out to my son. Thank you, buddy, for bringing that up. Oh, he's he's a, he's a well trained lad. Although, <laughs> so hopefully you don't spill this this one over the keyboard. No, so, yeah, I mean, exactly I, half of it's in my keyboard. It's not sticky yeah. yet, though. Yeah. So, but I mean, coming coming back to point, I guess the the question for people is how you know is De Bruyne going to play every every minute is he not going to play every minute does it matter if he's going to come off the pitch and get 14 points or whatever whatever it was in his is uh, 20 minutes yeah that was uh crazy like going into the depth so i brought him in as you know and i did it for yeah. it for son and i was like you know humming and hawing all fucking day over it and i just thought like if i don't do it i'm just going to be like oh, fuck why don't I do it? And I'm going to see Son dropping in price in my team. And then I'm probably going to do it next week anyway. And I just felt like there's so much money on my bench with Son. And if I do it for a hit, I'm like, he'll probably fucking not start. <laughs> like, even though he said he's not going to start, then Pep said he's ready to start, whatever. And then I thought, you know what, man, they got a double coming up. There's like no other premiums in the entire game right now. Like he's the only premium like currently available you can even have in your team not that it matters because palmer should be fucking 12 million but i'm sitting there and so i did it and then that was the day that we actually drove down to the states because from vancouver so i'm a big vancouver canucks fan which is a you guys say ice hockey team ice which is a big fucking hockey team that i support growing up it's like the big the big team you'd support in Canada and Vancouver is Vancouver Canuck. So they were in Buffalo, which is like pretty close to us, like like just under two hours, hour and a half. So we went down there and like, you know, it costs a lot more money to be checking your phone and shit when you're in the States. So you just kind of turn off, went to a restaurant, and some Wi-Fi, 
And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, De Bruyne's fucking benched. Oh, fucking De Bruyne came on. Oh, shit, De Bruyne went nuts. I was like, yeah, <laughs> sweet. I didn't know what's going on all day, right? And then uh, it was like, oh, it worked out. And then now, you know, looking at him, I don't see how if Holland isn't back, people aren't going for him this week. Because I think he's, like, clearly the cap favorite, which, spoiler alert, but, like, you know, if you got Kevin, if you have De Bruyne in your team and Holland is not still fit, I think he's got to be like maybe not the favorite because not everyone's going to get him, but like the yeah, yeah, pick to make it out of the entire game if you can get him. And so he's interesting again, plus the double game week. But to your point, I don't see De Bruyne playing like 180 minutes in this double game week. But Great. I don't fucking see anyone playing 180 minutes in this double game week except Ederson. And even he's a wild card for. <laughs> Playing both games, man. Like, uh, you know, Foden, Alvarez, even if Holland was fit this weekend to play, you think he's going to play 180 minutes in that? Maybe, but, like, he just came off a pretty lengthy injury. So it's one of those ones where we always, like, you know, get a little too excited about Man City whenever they have a double game week, and then it turns out they barely fucking play anyway. Like, Bilvo will be the hero or something. So Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think if you've got the Bruyne here, You've got to you say he's, he's a captain guy this week. It's uh, Holland's back fit and confirmed playing, then he's the captain. Yeah, but I mean, Holland's so unknown, and I just don't think Pep's going to tell us. And it doesn't sound, it, it, it's now feeling to me like the Holland injury is pretty bad. You know, he's, he's we, we haven't seen him for some time, right? And he's he's not really training. And, and as you say, they're going to have to be careful bringing him back, aren't they? If it's actually a fracture in his foot, I had a fractured fibula and tibula when I was young playing hockey. I mean, I had a walking boot on, though. So, first of all, like, why haven't we seen him in a walking boot if he's got a fracture in his foot? And then secondly, like, I still feel that pain every once in a while, weirdly. Like, you know, when it gets cold one day and it's just like, ah, shit, your old injury hurts. Like, I mean, this is 14 years ago I had it. I still rent it. be like, ah, fuck Fucking shin hurts. Oh, it's that. It's where my like leg was fractured years ago, and like it just it took me I don't know a couple months before I was back to normal. But then I had a walking boot on, so obviously it's something different. Mm. Although I guess if it's in your ankle, maybe it doesn't need a walking boot. Perhaps you can like strap it up or something. You don't have to have a, a boot or something. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. So number two is Harlan's a bit of an unknown and. That's causing sort of a headache for people to think about when to bring him back. And then number one is Salah got in, injured at the AFCON. Kev, mm-hmm. I'm sure you noticed. And sort of, I think an hour or so ago, Fabrizio sort of shared that he's actually gone back to Liverpool to do his rehab there. Right. Um, which, and I guess the suggestion is he's probably putting me out for a couple of weeks because clearly he's not going to play in Egypt's next game, which is, I think, Monday. And if they get through into the next round, I think he's missed in the last 16. So, I mean, if Egypt get knocked out and Whitland doesn't sound like they've been great so far, he obviously he could be back maybe game week 24 if he's fit. But, I mean, that's the interesting thing, isn't it? You know, he was probably, in my mind, the captain favourite in 25 if Liverpool double and Man City double just because I think I'd trust Mo more than Haaland just because Haaland's been injured. But now Mo's got an injury, so it'll be quite interesting to see who you'd go for, depending on mm. how fit both the players are when when we get them, what what their minutes have been beforehand. And they both have Luton, don't they? Or am I right there or wrong? Uh, who, does, so, who does Man City have? That was the other Man day. City have got Chelsea at home and Brentford at home. Right. 
So, and yeah. Liverpool have got Brentford away, Brentford. and they would have Luton at home. Now, to be absolutely clear, Liverpool have not got a confirmed Dublin twenty-five before people start no. planning their yeah. and planning their life around that. But um, it may well be it may well be the double announced. If you're listening listen to this on like a Thursday or Friday, this this week is when I expect it to be announced. Uh, assuming Liverpool get through Fulham, which I suspect they will. So, Kev, we talked a bit yeah. about a captain already. Can I ask um, you one quick question, before, like team news related? Before sure. this, just just I mean, the transfer window's open. There's nine days left. It hasn't been crazy. Nope. I mean, Regulion's gone to Brentford on loan. Is like the craziest, <laughs> which is actually maybe that's interesting on the double game week when, when we get there. But I mean, like, is anything going to happen? Do you think? Yeah, I, I think Newcastle stuff. Like, do you think Chelsea gets fucking Benzema or something? Which and I think that's being shot down now. But like, anything relatively big? Like, I don't see Tony leaving. I think that's a zero percent chance. Well, I don't think it's zero, but yeah, I don't. I just don't. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. I mean, they put hundred million on his head, and right. I guess the interesting thing, as you say, Newcastle looking at this F, but you know, financial fair play stuff. Do it Sorry. in the summer for at least that much money anyway. So why take it? Brentford are actually not looking that great before this win this week, man. Like, in danger, almost. Like, they've been fucking tanking down the table. Like, why not wait on Tony? Even even if they didn't get 100, they get 90. You know what I mean? Like, keep them. You, I don't think you're going to ruin your big Tony payday for Brentford by keeping them to the summer. I just think it's a no-brainer not to sell them, no matter what the dollar amount is. Because you will get that number in the summer anyway. Yeah, I, I think it's probably slightly cheaper in the summer. And I think there's... Um, Why? I think stuff will happen, Kev. And what I think maybe... Teams, what if he goes up? He might go up, maybe. But, he's, but I guess his contract's shorter by the time he gets to summer. That's my point. Your contract's okay. running down. So see so value sort of drops. I just that's think kind there's, of, a, like, there's multiple teams that are going to want him. Chelsea will be in because they're in on everything. I think you guys want him. I think Spurs are the best fit, actually. Maybe even Man U. I mean, fuck, every good team basically is going to want them. Yeah, fair really enough. I, I, but I, I guess what we've seen with Newcastle is they're worried about financial fair play. Although Arsenal haven't suggested suggest this, worried about financial fair play. If you look at the money we've spent yeah. versus the money coming in, you go, hang on a second, right. you know, are we going to sail really close to the sales on that? I'd hope. I hope right. You see guys like fucking Darwin go for 100. How much was Anthony? Like Sancho, 70. Like Tony's going to get. Brentford are going to get money. Like it's going to be minimum 70 million. This guy gets them. 100 maybe, probably. Uh, and, and I think one of the reasons you're not seeing it go crazy. I mean, you obviously don't see it go crazy until up until the deadline. But as you said, Kev, there haven't been many games. So it's not no. as if teams are desperate to get the players in to play in January because they've got all these games in January because they haven't. Um, and so I think the reality is a lot of this will go to the wire. It always does because that's it's it's a game of you know it's a game of poker, isn't it? A sort of what what people play a lot around these things. I guess that um, one Ben Diaz dude fucking is noteworthy because he scored today for Blades. For oh, he he's a new signing for them. Learners already played for Spurs. Yeah. Fucking net so bad, like ten times too. Just back to the same shit. They'll have a big game here and there. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think so. I think you won't. We won't really see a lot of it until the end. But may, maybe it will be quiet in previous seasons, and maybe the 
and maybe the penalties, you know, obviously Everton have had a 10-point deduction. Then Everton and Forest have both been called up on financial fair play from what, last season? Yeah. And I just wonder if that's teams going, hang on a second, this is real. Yeah, yeah. You know, if that kind of makes sense. It brings it home when you start seeing other teams punish. I know Man City have got their hundreds of charges or whatever, but that's a whole slight, that, that's a whole different thing, isn't it? There's there's funny questions of fiddling books and stuff in, in that. Um, okay. So, Kev, captain. I think you've already said it, haven't you? Well, okay, let's go. Here's how I would word it. Your best Man City player is your captain this week. And, and that's because they have Burnley at home. No right. other fixtures stand out to you, Kev? Well, that's just gonna say outside of them. You know what's funny? I I don't I don't know who I would I have to bench a decent player this week because I'm I have to assume Trent's gonna be back fit, so I have to start Trent if he doesn't play whatever. But like I've got Palmer first sub away Liverpool, and 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 then you know like Saka has away Forest, and like to bench Saka sounds crazy to me. And that's not a terrible fixture, but it's not great. Like, is Stupin and Luton away? Pedro Poro has Brentford at home. You know, Bowen has Bournemouth at home. Like, they're all kind of fixtures like that where they're like they're good. They're they're not they're not Man City at the Etihad. They're they're not at Anfield. Kind of bad. Like, they're all fine. But there's no fucking unreal fixture. Like Watkins has Newcastle home. Solanke has West Ham away. So I just think that Burnley home is like the one legit good fixture. And most people, even if they don't have De Bruyne, they got Foden, they got Alvarez. You know, I think you do. Remember two weeks ago when every single captain hit over like New Year's when Mo fucking got that dodgy penalty for the big, huge haul at the end? And uh, Son had nine and Watkins had two assists and like every every captain returned. Basically, like Foden had fucking 12 points and... Alvarez scored versus when they played Blades. Like it, it feels kind of like that with the with the that week where it's like the captain might be spread around here, but I, ultimately I think it's going to be like Alvarez, Foden, De Bruyne. You know, if if Holland's not fit, if Holland's fit, this is the week to bring him in. It's worth a hit. You could captain him. You could sort your shit out. Um, you know, but yeah, I think outside of of City, it's like I don't like my. The, the, on Alvarez, the, the, maybe Bowen Bournemouth home, but even then, dude, like without Kudas and Paqueta, I don't love it. What do you I think? Mean, I mean, Bowen's definitely the only other fixture that stands out for me. For me, it has if you're not going to go for Man City, it needs needs to be another home fixture. I I kind of looked at like Pedro Porro Brentford home. Yeah, I mean the guy is just look at his game log, dude. Like assist, 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 assist. And then now they've got the two center backs, like legit Vandevin, Romero. The, the, and then the, the only issue with the guy, like I think they're going to be a clean. I think they're going to probably go back up to being like the highest potential clean sheet. Like not the fucking odds, but like in my mind, I think they might clean every week because that Vandevin guy is so underrated, dude. He's so fast. I think the thing with him is he's not at a double digit return all season so you're taking a risk on that aren't you whereas at least you think with the man city player you're more more likely to get a double double digit return oh totally but, i'm going but, man but, city. I'm, I'm saying outside of man city who would you pick oh yeah but i mean i guess i guess the your point is if they keep a clean sheet and he gets an assist then he's on double digits right exactly. that's your point oh, yeah um yeah i mean i think i'm gonna go for alvarez unless i i've still got son in my team 
So I can I can get a Man City, a second Man City player. Okay. It kind of depends. So this is the big thing, right? Like, how long is Holland out for? Say he's like, say you knew he was out a month. Would you just get De Bruyne at this point? I think my the, the thing I'd be looking at, Kev, is working out, can I get De Bruyne and, um, Mo? and Salah in my team for 25 if I do that? Yeah. And at the moment, I've got a very expensive defence because I've got White, Porro, yeah. Trent, and Trippier. Now, of course, if Trippier, now the thing is, if Trippier goes, Easy. right? If he if he goes, then I'll then I'll then it probably opens it up a little bit for me. Um, I, I think it depends how all that that stuff plays through, which is why, I mean, I'm, which is what I mean. I was thinking of going for De Bruyne of, for a hit last time around because I actually brought in I brought in Bowen and Trent uh, with my at the start of the week. But when I heard that Bowen was probably going to be fit, that was the rumour, I thought, well, I'm then creating a benching headache for me. I didn't realise that Kulu, who's been an absolute disaster for me, because he played first week, got booked, then he missed the next week with a ban, and then this week he was ill. But there was no hint he was ill. If I don't know, Obviously, if I'd known he was ill, I would have taken Son out, if that makes sense. Um, but obviously, not knowing that, I probably made the right decision based on the information I had because I was like, well, why throw away four points when I don't actually, when I think I can actually field a reasonable team? Problem with, uh, problem with Alvarez is what if we don't know Holland is fit or not? And then it turns out he is fit. Now all of a sudden Alvarez and Foden have game time risk. This is why, like, this is why I think the Bruyne thing makes sense. He's an easy switch to Mo later. He's an yeah. easy switch to Song later. Can you get them both? Well, yeah, that's that's like a different discussion. But for now, there's no fucking Mo and Son, and he's an easy switch to them. And that trippier money is going to be enough for you to be able to get Holland as well. I I just think I'm also looking beyond this week. I was just clicking on them all, like, okay, who am I going to captain next week? The week after, like, it's looking like De Bruyne a lot, man. Especially with a double coming up in two weeks. Like you're gonna bring in a guy that has he's like the clearly the best captain this week. He's got a fucking double game week coming up. Does he have fitness concerns? Yeah, he always does though. But like look at the state of the game right now, bro. <laughs> no fucking teams flagged and all the best players in the game aren't even here. Like there's no the the three premiums of Holland, Mo, and Son aren't in the game. And then De Bruyne is like injury prone as fuck but it, he's here now and he he like just flashed brilliance and will he start will he not start i don't know but like if he gets 20 minutes he can get 12 points right and then the rest right. seems like i don't know bowen without his supporting cast and maybe his injury re-aggravates itself trent's maybe not better yet gabriel's maybe injured like if if you captain Foden and alvarez and then holland starts you're like fuck oh shit Foden's benched. Oh shit! Alvarez benched. Like who knows? And we could debate that. Foden and Alvarez, whatever. The the reality is we don't know what's gonna happen. It's fucking Man City, and there's too many good players there. We know. Yeah. We know De Bruyne and Holland are the two main guys. Yeah, that the, 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 it's interesting. I think it, I think it's worth getting De Bruyne right now, man. And like, not I know it's like fifteen percent have them, but not that many people actually have them. I think a lot of people won't get them. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I. I'll, I think I'm just gonna have to. I mean, if Trippier goes, then I'll probably sell Trippier this this week and just give myself a better bench. Otherwise, cost you a hit. There's gonna be a double game week that you're gonna get out of it, likely. Like, but I I know they have a double. I say, well, like, well, well I might do hit. Trippier to to the dreaded Man City defender. That's kind of mm. why I had my head. 
over De Bruyne with Burnley at home right in front of you? When I'm working out De Bruyne's going to give me an extra transfer and I'm working out how, how fit De Bruyne is. But even say it cost you say you did both and you took a hit this week. The fact you're captaining De Bruyne kind of offsets the hit slightly. If this oh, yeah, is all, I, if Holland's I, out, right? Like if Holland's back, what, like just do the Holland thing. Well, I, I've, a, I've got I've got to see if Holland's fit. Yeah. B, I've got I've got to see how fit De Bruyne is at the weekend when Man City play next weekend in the FA Cup, and I also need need to see if Trippier is going to go. And this is they're just like some ver- variables that I know about. If that kind of makes sense, things that could happen. Who do they play in the FA Cup, City? Uh, Spurs. City. Spurs. Spurs. Okay, Spurs. They probably will play that. Exactly. So you you kind of that will give us a sense as well of how fit he is, right? Is but then that means. Then, sorry. This is the before the Burnley match. Yeah, they're going to play. They're yeah. playing. I'm not sure it's Saturday or Sunday. I think that's the risk. Is that as you yeah, say? We'll that's wait. A, wait. I mean, I mean, we got to wait this time. There's, there's yeah. no way. I've been going for early transfers, and to be fair, apart from I guess ultimately Trent, I've not been burnt too badly so far. Trent um, come around, man. Sounds like he's. If not, oh yeah, yeah. Sounds like he's like fit for Chelsea, is what it sounded like. Um, but looking at it, God, when did when does that game happen? I'm trying to find the Spurs game. Oh, Spurs Man City's this Friday. They're playing this Friday, actually. Okay. That they're obviously in a little bit early, so they've got a bit more of a break actually, because then the Man City game, Burn, Burnley, the week on the Wednesday, so it's it's a longer break than usually uh, they'd usually get. Because I thought it might be Saturday, so actually FA Cups on Friday. So that's. So that that's the key bit of information. Um, right, differentials, Kev. So I've written down three. I'll say right. two. I've why got. Do you, why do you do that? I just have ponder which ones I want to say, and it helps me you for next week. From me, though. <laughs> I'm just gonna start stealing one of yours. Well, I'm sh- okay. Well, I'm sorry if you wanted any of these players. So I've got Rodrigo written down five point six million, five point one percent. As Kev was saying earlier, you kind of need a cheaper enabler he's kind of the cheap enabler into man city he obviously started the season on fire right uh, the thing to watch out from kev is on seven yellows Ooh. if he gets three more he'll get a two game ban now right that would be he'd do well to get a, and you kind of and you're buying him thinking you need him the double 25 and the blank 26 if you if you, you kind of don't want to have to use your free hit in 26 so he you have to get booked what three or three or three out of the next four or five game weeks to cause a headache for you? It could happen though, given his position. So, part of me does think if you want Rodrigo, give him twenty-two. If he doesn't doesn't get booked this this week, you you'd be fairly unlucky for him yeah. to miss out. But it's still possible, of course. Um, and then the other one I've written down because he's due back. So he's due back in the game in game week twenty-three. But Klopp suggests he's. Could be back in this game week is right. Robertson six point four million two point two percent. I've written him down because he could be a fun punt in game week twenty five. I know Kev was sort of saying he wouldn't go for another Liverpool, and obviously he's exact money for sort of Trippier. You want to sort of do a straight swap? You have got Trippier, and you go. That's a why long, not? Bit of long injury. It's a long injury. Like Agreed. The double. It'd be interesting if he does or not. I mean, to be fair, the double's mid Feb, so the double is like four weeks away, Kev. So it's yeah. a bit of time for him to get ready for it. But yeah, agreed. It it would it would be a long shot. So that's there, kind of my main turn. I'm sorry, Kev, if you wanted the third guy written down, but I'm pretty certain you weren't going for him. <laughs> who who is it? I can't. I don't even. I can't even. Oh, I'll I'll, I'll say it now. So there's, so there's a guy called um, Richards. Richards. He's 
I think his name's Chris Richards, plays for Crystal Palace. Uh-huh. He's been playing like CDM strokes uh, defense. Uh-huh. He has started the last one, two, three, four, five, six, the last eight games. Okay. He's got diddly squat in terms of points. He's 3.9 million. Um, but he's he's very much an enabler. He's like, I don't know. He just seems an interesting Cliff guy. Richards, my fucking aunt's favorite singer. <laughs> so, so well, the reasons why I wrote him down, Kev, is I was working things through. Yeah. And if you need to get to twenty six, and you're you and Chelsea, Spurs, and Liverpool, Luton, blank. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Chris Richards might be a bit of an enabler you want to use to get more money to spend in 25 for the doubles to like get your bigger players in because Palace have got Burnley at home in 26. So I was kind of looking at it from that perspective. So that's the kind of rationale why he's on the list. So I I went, I went for three in the end and Kev. That's a good transition to, uh, I'm going to do my, my two differentials, but that would have been a good transition to who are the best 5D, right? Because I still think Branthwaite dominating that, Best enabler spot, but uh, yeah, my two are uh, how do you pronounce it, Raya or Raya? Raya, I think it's Raya. Raya, okay, yeah. So four point nine million, six point three percent owned. Areola's back to fucking letting goals, uh, and may, might even be hurt. I'm assuming he was subbed for the pen, but small chance he's actually fucking hurt. Happened right at the end of the game. Who's this, Areola? He got oh, some right. for Fabianski to take to try to save the penalty that uh, the Blades tied the game up with. I don't. Know, I guess he didn't see that. So like, oh, well, I, did, I did not know that at all, and you couldn't tell it from looking at the. Because he still played ninety minutes. 90, so yeah, yeah. He, sub, he he got fucking. He went in there and like tried to punch the ball away, but like clipped. I I forget who one of the Blades and uh, penalty, and then they subbed him off for. <clears throat> Fabianski. All right. So I'm assuming it was just a tactical thing for the penalty, but technically he was receiving medical treatment and shit for like five minutes before that. Okay. Um, so I don't, I don't know what uh, it looked like. Nothing. He was standing there looking fine after. So, but I mean, I just kind of look at Raya's like Raya as the, uh, I still think he's the second best goalie you can get in the league after, after Allison, now I, you guys haven't kept too many clean sheets, but you did this week, and he also we all missed point. the the Brentford game, whatever game week that is, which is annoying. But like, I just still think for his price, man, four point nine, it's not that much more than the cheapies. He's not, and and I think we said might talk talk about this before. I think the week we've got Brentford, which isn't that far away, uh, Ariola's got a nice fixture. Yeah. But I would probably keep Dubrovka, not Ariola. I don't know. That's an interesting debate, too. I, I, well, well, actually, me. I mean, the Dubrovka thing, yeah. he's the guy if he, if Newcastle don't sign a goalkeeper. And given they've got financial fair play, yeah. they've not been linked to any goalkeepers. He's had some nice recent. games lately, too. Yeah. And he's no, got, which, sorry, which game, which week does Arsenal play uh, Bradford? Uh, 28. Uh, Newcastle got Chelsea oh, away yeah. that, that week. Yeah, I mean, but the way the game is now, man, doesn't mean it matters, does it? Saves. his yeah. best games have been against like Liverpool and Man City. He's got like eight points against Man City. So like and he had that big game against uh Newcastle uh Liverpool until Salah got the dodgy pen, right? So anyway, um 
and then Garnacho. So what? Listen, I'm trying to pick players that I would actually pick. You have him. I have him. Yeah, but like instead of just trying to go for the zero point zero to be fucking cool guy over here picking zero point zeros, I figured I'd rather actually pick players that are decent ish picks. I think you've done that too. Uh, I mean, all five players we've talked about are players that I consider buying, so it's quite cool, quite fun. Maybe not Cliff Richards, but uh, Chris Garnacho. Richards, not Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> so Garnacho's like, I mean, I, I don't know how many of the Man U games you've wa watched, but he's straight up fucking getting chances, dude. <laughs> like curling them in, or at least trying to, and like he's. Seems to be nailed bona fide starter and playing more minutes than Rashford and Anthony. Like he's not the one coming off for Anthony. Rashford is. I think he'll be oh, very he might not be popular in the because when the classic situation of there's a double announce, there's about to be a second double announce as Liverpool get through, we're yeah. all gonna be focused on Liverpool Man City players. Yeah. So he's the sort of player that'll go into the radar a bit. But then when we start thinking about our, you know, our, our bench boost and stuff, this guy's gonna be right at the top of the list. Yeah, him, Palmer, Branthwaite, guys like that yep. where, you know, there's there's enough Palmers and shit breaking out this year that I think the bench boost is going to be like a real interesting situation. I look every week right now, I'm like, I can bench boost this week, man. I mean, that's probably because we don't have the Holland and whatever and we have all that money, but still. So, so yeah, those so, are my two. Cool. So, Kev, question, question of the week. Oof. Where's, Who your, is? Uh, where's your little sound clip? We can work on that. Question of the week, 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 week. Oh, I mean, if 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 you'd like to help me with it, I'll be very happy. <laughs> um, I don't know what, so, where to even start. Is it well, you well, three file or something? Yeah, I'll probably need like proper like sound system or something. Yeah, um, a people for it. Like, is there like a copyright infringement of patent if I fucking steal something from a song or something? I mean, only if people. I mean, I think people break copyrights all the time, but unless we like make it massive, I don't think anyone cares. Even if we made it big, I don't think anyone cares. I, I, I see in practice these lawyers, lawyers and stuff target the big fish, not 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 the small fish. So, mm. Kev, forward. Think about your forwards. Yes. Think about those forwards that cost less than seven million pounds. Okay. Tell me which one of those forwards has got the most points in the game. Oh, can I ask you a, a, to verify two of the forwards on my team? Because I know they're under seven to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. And I'm... Alvarez are under seven to me, but are they under seven? Who, who? sorry? Solanke and Alvarez. No, no. So Solanke 7.1, Alvarez 7.0. So they are not a part of this. Right. But yeah, I'm happy to validate pl players. I'm happy to tell you if a player is more than seven million or more if you want to rule them out of your equation, but they were probably the, the two you were thinking most about anyway, I suspect. So so, so you want to know what, sorry, who has the most points? Uh, yes, it's not, yeah. It's got to be fucking Cunha from Wolves. Has to be. He's like, in, he's like up there with those guys. Isn't he like five or six? So you give me the answer or you ask me a question? I must, it's, it, my 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 answer is Cunha, but I'm pretty sure he's like he's got like the same amount of points as this guy's almost from what I remember. It has to be him. Are you happy with that answer? Yes. 
Correct. It is. <laughs> Dude, he's actually be, he's like the other week. It's like, oh, Cunha scored again. I look, he had like twelve points. Like, what yeah. Cheeky assist too. So Mateus Cunha, as you say, is five point eight million, eighty-five points. Um, I mean, Darwin's only got three points more than that. He's seven point four. Uh, so he's at 88, and then Alvarez is 99. He is including today's points. He's 88. Darwin is 88. That, yeah, that includes today's points. So it was obviously behind Kuna until today. Um, right. And then Alvarez is on 99. Solanke is 100. But the closest to Kuna in terms of players that fell within the category, the closest player, surprisingly, is Chris Wood. Yeah, he's 4.9 million, 74. Big, big return. Yeah, and then. The man of the moment start the season, Jao Ped, Ped, Pedro, 5.5, yeah. 7.1, He hasn't played yet this week. He could fucking go. They, they have Wolves tomorrow. I guess Cunha hasn't either. Yeah, I, I, I actually thought you might go for Pedro because he's got, obviously, he's clearly under 7 million and he has been ticked. As you mentioned before, he's been ticking along quite nicely, but yeah. he is still 14 points behind Cunha. So there you go. Right. So, so what you're saying is you structure your question of the week based on something i've said recently that you think might trip me up no no i was just <laughs> i just i thought it was interesting i mean i have to admit kuna was kuna wasn't really on my radar and i thought that's interesting so i thought i'll ask you a question no he's he's same with uh wang and uh, i mean to be fair had he not had his 12 points these, they just have these enablers all over their team but the problem is the timing of them yeah exactly i mean the points are massive are they in that sense, it's quite interesting though how it sort of plays through. But you're right; it's about getting them at the right time. Yeah. I mean, Nicholas Jackson yeah, on 66 sure. points. Pardon? Nicholas Jackson's on 66 points. I'm so, in that guy, especially yeah. He's he's on his national duty, not scoring uh, for Where's whatever. There? That team's got too many different fucking players that could be superstars in another system. Like Mudrick was on city or something you know what i mean and then here it's like eh, guess what bud fucking irrelevant <laughs> like, you know palmer's the man there yeah oh yeah 100 he's he's a season season keeper so kev we've got some questions here um got a couple of man city questions up front nice i'll start with carl's question okay what news would you need to hear about harland to bring him in for game week 22 and his second, his sort of second part of the question is, yeah. is if he's in full training, should we be worried about a five-minute sub-appearance? Not with the double coming up. I think he's get him. Once he's training, training, and, you know, if Pep says something positive, obviously a leak. A leak is the best thing. He's going to play. He's there. He's starting. Some fucking guy leaks at City Extra or something. Then yeah, of course. Like the second we know he's back, get him. If it's like, oh, maybe he's gonna play, maybe he's not gonna play. For like, I guess that's more of the challenge. Like if it's like, yeah, he's getting closer. You know, he's training. The problem with training picks is you don't know if he's training with a team or not. Like he might just be doing a fucking jog with them to st to start the training. It's just a picture. You don't know what they're doing. <laughs> sides and stuff like you don't know whether like, and it might not might not might not even be a training pick from this week because exactly. you, can, you can get a picture from two weeks four weeks ago two it's months more ago worthy when a guy's not in any picks right if he's in yeah. picks it's like okay so what so we worked out today with like i, I mean kev if he's on the bench 
against Spurs this Friday in the FA Cup, and he comes on for ten minutes. Oh, what yeah. what are you thinking yeah. then? Get him. Get him. Okay. Definitely. If he's on the bench, he but... to get him. Like that was part of my De Bruyne decision. Unless I sell Watkins, but ideally the second he's back. So here's here's the big dilemma. What, 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 Can you tell me if this is a, a challenge or not, or another question coming up or not? Like which forward to sell for him? Yeah, that comes up in a minute. So okay, we'll, right. we'll sort that. So Kev, um, yeah, he he's on the bench against Spurs, but he's sitting there enjoying Man City beating Spurs and doesn't get on the pitch. Do you get him then? I would probably. If okay, this is a scenario type like choose your adventure here, bud. I think if there's zero, uh, if there's zero comments from Pep, zero leak, zero anything from then, like say it's time, like the deadline, no, but, no, but, 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 happen, but all we have is that information, then I would probably not get him. So, so he sat, he sat there on the sub subs bench, laughing away, watching them beat Spurs. He doesn't get on the pitch. You wouldn't get him in because you don't think he's fit. But I did. But if nothing was said at all after that, yeah. okay. in the next presser from fucking the the what do you call them the pundits and shit the Man City people, I think yeah. there, if that scenario did happen though, there would be comments. Somebody would say something. There'd be some information would come out in the next week. Yeah. Here, right. Yeah, so I, mean, I, yeah. I don't. I don't think that's something that you got to worry about. I think if that happened. Then we go off of what Pep says, what fucking City Extra guy, what their big fucking beat reporter guy says, what the leak guy says, right? Like, yeah. I'm about to get more information in that scenario. Yeah, I, I think the thing with me for Harlan, from what, what we saw last time, because he got had a couple of knocks last season, if you remember, Kevin, he missed some games. But my memory, and I've not gone back to check this, is when he was fit, he just straight back in the starting line, lineup and playing. Yeah. There, 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 there seems to be no halfway with this guy. He's either playing... Yeah, he very rarely ever got benched. If if I can ever remember, you, you I mean. think like it's worth like. Hopefully, my I hope I'm taking a hit to bring him in this week. Um, but like, hopefully he's back for this Burnley game because I mean this double's coming up, so you know you're going to get him in a couple of weeks. There's no way you're not going to have him for the double if he's back fit in the next couple of weeks. So i think people will lean to just get him in now the second he's like in 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 the squad for like fa cup or something because you know you're going to be getting him back in like a couple weeks anyway his price is just going to start fucking shooting to the moon the second like he it, it it keeps trying to go up now anyway even though he's not ready people are like jumping the gun to get him back right because they're sitting there with this money in the bank and they're 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 scared they're gonna fucking spend it by accident or something, so they just want to get him back in, right? <laughs> so yeah. it's yeah. The second he's able to be back in, it's probably better to bring him back in. I guess that'll be a big question the week it happens. Like, oh, should I just get him in now or should I wait till after the presser? Like, probably just get him in. He'd probably go up twice before the presser. So the FA Cup one will be interesting because prices will be moving from that game. Like, say he plays an FA Cup. You're probably gonna to want to just get him in that night. Yeah. Versus okay. wait, you'll miss like two price rises. So Kev, mm -hmm. next Man City question. Okay. Xavier, who do you think are the nailed players in Man City with? I'm getting some feedback here, Kev. Okay. Have you moved your microphone or something? Or is it nope. my 
Okay, I'll try again. Uh, so from Xavier, who do you think are the nailed players in Man City when everyone is fit? You go first, because I don't think there's any. Uh, Addison. Okay. Um, I think Bilva is as close to nailed as you get. I mean, um, I mean Rod Rodri, Rodri and Edison and Harland are the nailed nailed players. Sure. And then I think Bilva and probably Diaz and Stones are probably the next guys on my on my next list down. Uh huh. Um, and I don't know where Alvarez is on this because we've not because Alvarez has kind of been nailed He's for this season. Odin. One of them's going to get benched. Alvarez anyway. has started every game this season. Oh, I know, and he started the first game when obviously De Bruyne was fit. So that's a bit Odin. of an uncertainty. Odin. Yeah, but yeah, but Foden's been fit and not played every game since then. That's which the is different first, to Alvarez. Holland Burnley game week one. Holland was up top. It was Foden on the left. Alvarez playing the 10, and I think it was Bilva on the right, if I'm right. And then De Bruyne was playing the 6 or the 8 or whatever that is next to fucking Rodri. And then uh, in like a 1-3 whatever, like Holland being the 1-3, probably did that backwards. but So like a 4-2-3-1. And then uh, since then, Doku's come into the team though, and he's now fit. And they've also got Jack. You got to think these guys aren't being thought of right now, right? Everybody's just got a fucking hard on for their own player, Alvarez or Foden. And they're all, and they've all got their fucking case they've made on why they're going to be nailed. The reality is who fucking knows not me, bro. Like I like Ederson misses the odd game with this team. You know. But, but, like, but, but I, I think if everyone's 100% fit, who I'd feel most comfortable owning is how I'd word it is like Holland 100% and like, there's no risk there. Everyone's gonna own him, and he's gonna be perma capped, especially with no Mo and Son around. And then De Bruyne for me is number two. Like KDB is the best player to own in that fucking team. Um, like definitely. And then number three, I don't think I would go defender because a they don't keep clean sheets anyway, and b they just have mass rotation back there, right? And I think the problem with the defenders are they're not that attacking. Defender, but he keeps getting hurt. So I, I think I would feel comfortable just if I already have Alvarez or or or, or I already have Foden, just keeping them. Because and then after the double game week, reassess, probably sell De Bruyne, probably sell Alvarez. Like that's where I'm at. Okay. Um. So Sandy Radford. Clearly, no pods would be complete without some questions. Um. If we have Trent, should we keep him? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, just because we think he's back. Uh, number two, same question for Trippier. I mean, don't sell him now. The fixer's about to get good. If he ends up going to Bayern, then, of course. Yep, agree with that. Okay. Both, both of them, though, like when Son and Sal is back, like ask me again then. Yeah, I think at that point you need to have one or the other because it's impossible to get all of them. It's I think just, it's let me look at the game when I know when they're back and who I need to keep. I mean, this shit changes every week. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I'm um, like comfortable selling Saka right now in my mind. Well, I what I don't like about Trippier, what I don't like about Trippier is he's got Arsenal away in 26 when you'll need when you'll need to play him. Yeah. When when there's blanks, because I mean, there's a good chance Liverpool blanking that week anyway, right? So even if even if Chelsea and Spurs are playing, right, Kev, mm -hmm. if you've got two, three Liverpool, 
trip, you want you'll be playing trip trippy away at Arsenal, but maybe that's not the worst thing in the world. Perhaps he can yeah, still be good. Return. He plays well in big games. Yeah, true. He's and to be fair, yeah. and he follows it by uh, Wolves at home the week after. She's like, yeah, okay, there you go. rough with the smooth and all that. So, um, so here's the question, Kev. Yeah. Which three forwards are the ideal at the moment? If so this is before Haaland, and then I want pre-Haaland and post-Haaland for this, please. Hmm. So pre-Haaland. Uh, so there's, there's, there's... So I already have Alvarez. I mean, if I had a blank sheet of paper, I wouldn't. I'm happy to have him. I, I don't think it's a huge mark. The thing is, he has a double game week coming up. And, he, and to your point earlier, Chris, he might be first choice. For Pep this season, for whatever reason. I'm not saying he is, but he might be. Fuck it. Yep. So far, if I didn't know anything about any of these players' names, and I was like some mathematician that came in just to study the analytics, and I looked at Man City, and I said, like, oh, who's the most nailed? I'd be like, oh, Alvarez. He's fucking starting every game. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And yep. these have a double game week on the most attacking team you've ever heard of. So, yeah, he's not a bad player to own as well, right? Is he my ideal first three to answer this question? No. I think Polanke, even though he didn't look good today, he, the form he's been in lately has to be in there. Plus, he's got a double coming up at some time. Like, I think he's one of the ones, you know, <clears throat> the fact that double could happen at any moment and he's just fucking popping like he does he's like third in the league in goals he's relatively cheap i think he's in i think he's in my three <clears throat> i think watkins is a borderline premium this year and in my three and then as i said i have alvarez uh and you this is a this is a without holland answer right so yeah I, it's and then I, I think it's either alvarez darwin or tony for the other one what would you say um it's definitely between those. So between, so you're Watkins, Solanke, Alvarez, Darwin, Tony, and Tony. Are they the ones you said? Yeah, but I think Watkins and Solanke are. Sorry, I think Solanke is a hundred percent in the three. I mean, the like, and and like this is sort of a spoiler, but I don't know who to sell between Watkins and Alvarez when I get Holland, and I want to discuss this if it's not brought up in this question right now. Well, I think it kind of is. Um, I think um, for me, I'm perhaps I'm because I currently have Alvarez, Darwin, and Watkins. Yeah, some similar to what you're saying, saying before. I'm not upset with those players. The thing is, I'd go Alvarez above Solanke. Sheet of paper. Who would you pick? I'd go Alvarez over Solanke just because Alvarez has got the double coming up and better fixtures. That's the difference. Solanke has a double coming up and is on fucking scene. Yeah, but he hasn't. But his his double's not been announced. That's the problem. Right, but it's well, going to be one day. <laughs> it's going it's to be one day, but Solanke. But, but Alvarez is in like four game weeks time, so I'm like, well, I know he's going to have one in four game weeks. So his is more immediate. Which is why I rank you know, Alvarez. The craziest Solanke's form has been is one more point than Alvarez. One more point. It's 199. It's not like he's third in the league in goals and he's got like 40 more points. It's the same fucking points. So. Well, that's my point. Well, I mean, for me, I'd go Alvarez above Solanke just because Alvarez has got the double in a few weeks. And then, um, yeah, Watkins is interesting because. Watkins has been ticking along nicely, but he's quite frustrating to own at the moment because he's he's in the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven game weeks, he's blanked in five of them. 
Yeah. Um, and Villa have lost a little bit of form. They're a little bit all over the place at the moment. Yeah, they. Um, I mean, I think. I mean, we've we've not seen yeah, the first. They also had Arsenal and Man City back to back. Yeah, that's true. In that stretch of games, though. I think. I think the issue. Yeah. For me, it's Alvarez and Watkins, and then one of the other ones. I, I, I could see Tony being the guy, but let's let's. But it's a bit too early to tell. From he's only just back, and he has and, horrible fixtures, horrible fixtures. Like if you're gonna go on the fixtures of all the players we just said, like Tony, not even close. By far the worst. One thing about bit, man, like Spurs away next with, remember way like spurs d is now really good again with those center backs then man city then wolves away which is like the green good fixture but wolves away is fucking not easy like wolves at home is a great fixture wolves away they're one of the best defensive teams man they are then liverpool then city so if city twice <laughs> they have spurs city city liverpool in their next five I guess the difference to Tony is he's the good one. And then they got Chelsea and Arsenal coming up after that and Man United. It's like, holy fuck, dude. These, this is the, you came back at like the worst time to end the season. Tony is going to be in all our teams, man. It's like green, 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 green with I, I think that, and Luton and stuff. But the, the, but the thing with Tony is, I know he's got little, I know he's got that, that, he's got the double. I know it's not the best double ever because it's Liverpool and Man City, as you said, but he's got a double. Um, Tony's on penalties, whereas Alvarez and Watkins aren't. Sure. I, I think Darwin probably is at the moment when Mo's not there, which makes Darwin more attractive. But obviously, Solanke is on penalties, so you kind of got to look at that. So, I mean, I mean, I think if you if you love a double, Tony and Alvarez is kind of the way to go for one other. But... Uh, I at the moment I've not seen enough of Tony, but I don't I don't think he's crazy to go for. But anyway, so okay. you love a double, then it's Alvarez, Holland, Tony. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But the doubles brutal <laughs> for Tony. I mean, Darwin just had a huge game, and as long as Mo's away, I think he's a great pick. Yeah, I, I, like, I think I said. I mean, obviously, I have Darwin. I back, I don't want him anymore. Not because I don't think he's great, but because there's these five players and we can only have three. And that's not even including Cunha and Wood or whatever. If you want, yeah, like, I wouldn't I go Wood. Your, I, th I, wouldn't I think Wood either, but unless I, I, you know I, what, I, I fucked around with a little wild card. What would I do if I was on wild card the other day and Chris Wood was in it? Like if everyone, when everyone's back, Son's back, Mo's back, I was an Wood has to be, yeah. 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 I, if you have Mo and Son. Yeah, I'd agree with you with Darwin because I said this before. The reason why I had on to Darwin is I think when Mo's gone, he's kind of becomes the main man a little bit, which he kind of showed a bit today. Right. But I think, as you say, as soon as he's back, I mean, if I've if you've got Darwin and he doubles in twenty five, and Mo's back, he's kind of almost the, he's almost the guy you sell in twenty six. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, that that that's when that's when you say bye to him if he blanks in twenty six and you go, you know, thank thanks for hopefully some points. But yeah, I think after that, I think Darwin Darwin isn't in it after Mo's back, and that's the difference at the moment. So let me okay, let me ask you a more direct question. I have Watkins, Solanke, and Alvarez. Holland's back fit this weekend. Who who should I sell? Solanke. You can sell Watkins without a hit. That's the big differentiator here. Watkins does not take me a hit. A hit. I can do it on one move. Solanke I, I, or Alvarez, I would probably have to sell like Trent. Like think about this, Trent. 
Saka or Bowen. I think Gabriel's injured and I sell him down. I only need point two to do this. Could you could you not sell could you not sell Ariola? Get a cheap get three point eight million Ortega or three point eight million some crap somewhere. Yeah. yeah, but he's not worth selling while he's starting, is he? He's a good asset. Uh, no, I just I, I just say if you don't you don't want to sell those other players. I the only thing about Watkins is I think Watkins to Tony is gonna be a fairly popular move. So your risk from just, your yeah. he's just so good. <laughs> like I know he hasn't been great lately, and he's just like I mean he has Sheffield United next after this week. Yeah, I, but I linked in the other week. And Luton coming up. I don't know. It's not easy, man. Alvarez has the double. Solanke is on fire in form and will have a double. Watkins doesn't have a double, but he's like way too cheap. He's gonna be like eleven million next year or something. So you know, how, like, how much is Branthwaite for you? Branthwaite's four point He's the he's like the best player in my team. Okay, I was gonna say if you're point too short and you really don't want to sell those rest of those players, because the thing with the thing is, in twenty six, yeah, Arsenal got Newcastle at home. And mm-hmm. um, West Ham have got Brentford at home. That's interesting. Who's and got there's that, sorry, go that's ahead. when you want Sko and Bowen, I think. Okay. Because... Here, how about this? How about this? Let's do the best five defenders to own now because this might help me. Say Gabriel's injured. I might, you know, that's my get out of jail free card here because I would just sell him to a 4.6 or better. Like lower, so who would your ideal five D be? Trent, Paro, yeah, yep. Arsenal D. Okay. Um, and then <clears throat> enabler and the stupidin. That's mine. Yeah, I think it's that. Yeah, the stupidin. Yeah, definitely. And then and then a, an enabler of some sort. Like I think Branthwaite or lower. I mean, obviously, Livermento goes in that list very quickly when if Trippier gets sold. Oh yeah, if it yeah, so Trippier gets sold this week, I'll go Gabriel to fucking Livermento, and uh, I'll go, I guess Solanke to Holland. I mean, and answer if, your question. I, you know what? I might just sell Watkins, man. It sucks, but like, it's it's not like Solanke is a bad pick. He's going to have the week. So next week when I'm like, oh, but Watkins is going to have Sheffield United away. They looked, they've looked a lot better defensively. Like you've been saying the last few weeks again today. I mean, West, the, 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 the uh, subs that happened near the end of the game were West Ham subbed a def- an extra defender on. And Bournemouth have got Forrest at home that, that week as well. So it's not totally. That's what game. I was going to say. Yeah. And then Fulham next and, you know, potentially a double gets added to 25. If not, then. You know, I'll probably sell Solanke to Tony then. The, the reason why I don't think he'll double in 25, Kev, is yeah. the Bournemouth doubles against Luton, isn't it? But that's when but I'm expecting Liverpool Luton to be in 25, which is why I don't think Bournemouth will double in 25. Okay, well, ha- let me let me make this simpler, Chris. Sorry, sorry to like go back to this, but just before I lose it. So, Ollie Watkins has Sheffield United away in game week 23. That's the big one before the double game week 25. Where you're like, ooh, I don't want to not have him for that. But as you say, Solanke has Forrest at home. 
So I think Forrest a bit better than Sheffield United, but like they've both been like like we said, United's not been bad lately. So I'd rather have the home fixture, I guess. Besides that, Ollie Watkins has Newcastle this week and Man United the other week. And then it's game week 25. And you made a good point earlier where you said, I think a lot of people are gonna sell Ollie Watkins to Ivan Tony that week anyway. So I don't really need to, you know, maybe he is the one to sell. It's but game it's week 26. One good fixture, which Solanke has a good fixture the exact same week anyway. It's a coin toss who's going to fucking perform that week. I mean, Solanke's getting hat tricks and shit. It's not like he's some bum. So who could who's going to do better in game week 23? Ollie Watkins, Sheffield United away, or uh, Solanke, Force at home? Could you Would you bet a million dollars either way? Like it's a coin toss. So I think saves me a hit. I don't have to sell Gabriel. I think I just do walk-ins to to. I think I'd sell walk-ins, dude. Yeah, I, I think when you start regressing, is when you say Villa got Forest at home in twenty-six. Yeah, but that's, then they got Luton. That's past and, the Ivan Tony move, which I think you're right. I think people are gonna just get Ivan Tony. They love but, it. Up. I mean, if Tony if Tony returns the next couple of games, if Tony returns. Yeah, in a couple of the next few game weeks, even though they've got Liverpool at home and Man City away, I think they'll just go. I mean, he scored at the Etihad. I mean, yeah, they could easily score home to Liverpool. I know you said they're not the greatest double. I don't know. I just think Tony's. And you know what, though, Chris? Popular. If if Watkins goes fucking in Fuego, what you know, and in game week twenty six, you want to, I need to get him back. Then I'll sell Alvarez. I'm happy to sell these man, some of these Man City guys after their double. But the the thing wasn't doubling, I would be selling him for sure 100% if Holland was back. It's because he has this double, he's more attractive to me. But after the double, he's the least attractive of the of this of this grouping of Watkins, Solanke, Tony, um, Holland, right? Alvarez is the least attractive there. But but Kev, just the warning of getting now, uh, um, getting him back in 26. Yeah. Is you might be sat there going, hang on a second, I need to get rid of these Chelsea, Spurs, and Liverpool assets, and therefore you might be stuck with Solanke for that week as well. Sure, okay. One but that, but 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 the thing is, it's kind of question of do you play the short game or the long game, and the long the long game's got that uncertainty, which be slightly more certain in a week or so's time. As people listeners going, yeah, Liverpool lost to Fulham, guys. What what are you on about? Sort of thing, right? Um, but yeah. <laughs> Right. Who who, uh, who does Tony have in that blank week? Probably a really good team. His fixtures are really bad. Twenty six. Uh, West Ham away. Okay. Yeah, he could do okay in that. So, so the so the last question we have is from Sandy. Mm -hmm. It's he's kind of asking advice on the team. So if you can get onto the chat, you can probably see his team. Yeah. All right. So his question is: Does he his so he has seven point six million pounds in the bank. So he's a very rich man. He has the Bravka and Ariola in goal, which I assume he's happy with. Mm -hmm. He has defence of Trent, Trippier, Gusto, Taylor, and Gabriel, uh, or Gabriel. Yeah. Um, sure. I guess his question marks there are Taylor seems to have a a, a flag next to him. I don't know. I've not really followed him. Um, Trippier. I mean, Gusto was a hard fixture away at Liverpool. Trent's well, always coming, you, coming back from injury. Soon, and Chilwell's back. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, with that, with that, mm -hmm. he's got Gabriel flagged. So if Gabriel misses, Taylor misses, Trippier gets sold, and Trent's not back, 
Yeah, Gusto <laughs> start. Yeah, so, will starts and Cole will start. Yeah, so depending on how all that plays, he might have to sort his defence out. He's then got midfielder Saka, Foden, Palmer, Bowen and Diaby. Diaby's the one to he's looking at selling yeah, potentially. And then Watkins, sure. Lankin, Alvarez up front, which given they're three of the five that we talked about before, Kev, I think that's fine. Yep. So mm -hmm. I think for me, it's either sell Diaby. He's got enough money. He's looking at maybe Diaby to De Bruyne, which I think Kev would say yes. Yep. Um, the other one for me is he hasn't got power in there. So, right. yep. I mean, I think if Trippier stays and yeah. Trent's fit and Gabriel's fit, I'd probably go the Diaby route. But if your defence looks a problem, get power in yeah. for me. Agreed. The, the only downside of getting power in is if oh, he gets no. to start of game week 22 and you know they're blanking in. Yeah. 26, you're going, well, actually, this is my chance not to be caught up in that Chelsea-Liverpool-Spurs mess about. And maybe then, maybe then you sell Gusto. That's my thought. Yeah, I... Alvarez and Foden. Okay, so the problem if he goes Diaby to De Bruyne is, how does, what does he do to get Holland and sell, has to sell Alvarez, right? So, yeah. that's his challenge, is... He's probably for the last like six weeks been waiting to buy Holland. <laughs> so it's all going to depend on the Holland news. And he can go Solanke and... straight to Holland, can't he? He doesn't. He does does doesn't have the hit like you have for. So he could go Watkins or Solanke or Alvarez. Yeah, hmm. interesting. It's gonna be on who's not injured here. Like if, if or sold Trent back. Yeah, if Trippier sold. You know, it's Taylor back, Gabriel back. Like, it's it's just... So you think... Say he has to go defender here because he's going to basically not be able to field three. You think it's Poro for sure, even with the blank? I think Poro's, like, best defender in the game, arguably. But that blank is annoying. I don't... Like, I, ideally, we have a blank game week coming up... Or double game week, sorry, coming up in, like, a couple weeks. We know there's going to be doublers, but there isn't anyone that I can think of that I would want even though they have a double over Poro. And even though Poro might have a blank, I'd still rather have Poro, I think, than fucking Ake or any of that shit. And I guess the issue with Poro is it starts messing, it starts messing about with his Mo and Harlem money, right? That's that's the thing you got to balance when Not you do it. Um, trippier, but yeah. And, and even Gabriel is probably fine. The Mo money and the Son money, like, worry about that later, man. <laughs> like... Take a hit if you got to. God forbid, take one fucking hit. Like, solve all your problems. Like, we're gonna be selling some players later. I think after man, if 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 anyway, sorry. I I just think if this week he doesn't have three defenders, I guess the main question is which defender is the best one to bring in. I think your choices are like a stupid inner portal. No, I wouldn't be getting a Man City doubler in because you're probably just gonna guess that wrong. Unfortunately, right? And they probably aren't going to keep cleans anyway because they just don't for some reason. So, yeah, I think it's a stupid and a poor. Yeah, the, 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 the other horrible thing about this is that you've got Burnley away at Man City, Chelsea away at Liverpool. So you're two cheapies. You've got horrend bad fixtures anyway. And then, I think Trent's fine. Yeah. And even if he misses this week, I don't think this, I don't think he's the one you sell. This no, will probably definitely. be back the week after. I think Gabriel's. I mean, I saw him doing his little post match with with Martinelli. He looked fine. But I mean, I so don't know. My, I think he's going to be fine. 
I haven't so, heard anything otherwise. My, my instinct when I saw him go down was, oh, this is nothing. Game's and up. he went off. I was like, well, we're 3-0 up. Yeah. There's no, you might as well just give the guy a rest. Yeah. The, the, but the only thing that got me was that uh, Arteta said afterwards, he had a bit of a knock in the first half on his knee and it flared up again in the second part, but he doesn't really know much about it. Uh, which is sort of an artist is not going to give away, but my my instinct my when I'm watching it live was this is nothing, it'll be fine, and it's a, you know it's a week and a half to recover. So I, 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 I uh, you know what man, I would probably say we get no other information, but but what we see on his page here, which is like some flags and shit, I'd be tempted to sell, um, Gusto man. Actually, because I think Gabriel will play. I think Trent will play, and I think Trippier plays. Like, I think if we haven't heard Trippier's being sold, he's going to play. So, oh, yeah. So, like, if, if he's sold, it's obviously Trippier. If he's not sold, then that's great. You get Trippier, Tick. And I think out of Trent and Gabriel, at least one of them is going to play. And out of Taylor and Gusto, I, I like, say, say you have no injuries, Taylor and Gusto are your main issues. Gusto, to me, is your main issue. Just because they're going to blank the week you need them. They have uh, with Chilwell back. I know it was Reese James that got injured for him to come in, but the way that Potch has been setting it up is he likes to have three center backs back there with Colwell playing with uh, Thiago Silva and Desazi, right? And then Gusto's being sort of the guy on the right that's attacking. Well, now Chilwell's back. He's on the left, but he he's going to be the guy that he's going to be fucking starting to go and attack. So I think that could be at the expense of Gusto hasn't happened yet so like this is speculation but like it would make sense to me that all of a sudden he's benched i just think it's a tough one man yeah but i mean but you're right chelsea been playing left backs and right backs at the opposite sides haven't they and stuff like that. i think gusto's even played left back at some point yeah. so everyone's playing different positions and there's a lot of rotation there's rotation at Chelsea while they're trying to work out what their best team is and and he said nail nail in the coffin is if you sit there going okay He's going to be, he's de- you know, he's in a blank in 26. Yeah. Then I think that's just the, that's the final sort of nail in the coffin for him, I'd say. And it get, gets you ahead of the game as well. Right. If In, in that scenario, I'd go Gusto is, to a Stupinen. And then suddenly you've only got yeah. Palmer and Trent in your team that are going to blank in that week. And suddenly you're, yeah. you're playing, say, you don't have to worry about 26. You can focus on getting totally. the doubles over 25 and then you're sorted. But then the flip side is, say, they don't blank. You know, Gusto doesn't have a flag. He's dirt cheap. You know, chances are he, even if he doesn't start, he's going to get some minutes. He's not like, he's got so many other flags in his team. So it's a tough one, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But the 2D I would want are Stupin and Imporo that you don't have, and Branthwaite that you don't have. And, um, you know, obviously Holland. And then I like De Bruyne as well for the double, but you're in a tricky spot there with having two City already. The the the, the, the only downside of going Diaby to De Bruyne is you're going to have to probably bench Palmer. You're benching Palmer in that scenario because they've got the worst. Does it, dude? Because there's no there's no it doesn't make sense to me to use a transfer to bring Foden or Alvarez out at this point before their double game week. I just think you. I think you wait for the Holland news and you don't bring De Bruyne in because then you're going to have to force yourself to sell Alvarez, who's going to be doubling. So your third city is going to be Holland 
and just roll with Foden and Alvarez at this point and then sort other shit out and kind of skip KDB. Okay. Let's go. Cool. the bet he's made. Yeah, and I think it's quite interesting. I think that's almost the thought process. You need to go through what whatever your team looks like and just go. Bringing a doubling point sounds great, but you're selling a doubling Alvarez or doubling Foden. Well, I guess this is my kind of point. That's, it, that's the downside of buying De Bruyne in now, right? Is if you then decide him for Mo or someone else, you start going, I'm creating extra transfers and do I need to do that? But that's interesting. Mm. Yeah. And Foden, Foden and Alvarez have been pop popular, so he won't be the only person with both of them in the team. So, Kev, I think we should wrap it up there. All right. Um, so, next weekend, we still won't have made it to game week 22. Um, so, we may or may not pod. We'll have, kind of see what's going on. Perhaps we'll have some better, perhaps perhaps we'll be less speculative around doubles and blanks and stuff. When is um, the game week supposed to start? I know you said it earlier. Tuesday. Week oh. on Tuesday. The 30th of Jan. So we're definitely podding early. So half the stuff we talked about might not be relevant anymore. But uh, hopefully you can work out the bits that are relevant and bits that aren't. But There um, should be some sort of FA Cup or League Cup bonus points you can get in this game somehow or something like if your player does well in those tournaments you get like an extra couple points in this i, I think that, i think that's the telegraph game does that is it because it's like yeah. holy fuck am i bored there's like so many days until this next game week <laughs> and it's so hard to make a transfer with so much information can be played out yeah but then, like, and then even these last two weeks where some, some of them are playing on some days, some of the others, it's like, how fucking long until this next player in my team plays? At least I have a stupid in tomorrow. Most people are done already. Some have Pascal Gross. Like, the game's up. You, you know that whatever your rank is, it's going to go down a little bit tomorrow and get shittier because people have a stupid in and Gross and stuff. Well, un 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 unless the stupid and gets sent off again. True. Yeah. Fair enough. But the collective Brighton, you know, they're popular again. Yep. Str strangely popular now that Matoma's out of the team, which I kind of find interesting because he, he was kind of like almost the nailed guy, wasn't he? Trap. <laughs> he's the trap. It's been like an entire season of him not being good now yet. He's still like the main guy people focus on. I mean, fuck, dude. He's got three goals. Like, can we get off Matoma at this point? Remember the second half of last year, everyone owned him. He didn't do fucking anything for like 12 straight weeks. <laughs> He's still like the first name in FBL people pick for Brighton. It's like, what's happening? It's like some sort of mind controls happening. To I think the thing is, he doesn't even get any points. I think he just looks good on the pitch and does lots of dribbling. He's good at dribbling. I think that's what people like. He's good at dribbling. But it was like to the point where I was like, okay, this guy's gonna score a goal in fucking two months. Yet, oh, I gotta get Matoma in. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, whatever. He's brutal this year, too, man. Pascal Gross has 20 more points than him. Joe Pedro has more points. Like, you know, it's not like he's been gone for a long time. A lot yep. of fucking not hauling. I'm looking at his track record here. Two one 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 five one zero one six two 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 one. <laughs> Matoma. 
happier than ever. All right, man. I so are we going to pod next weekend? We don't know yet, do we? We may or may not. Probably not till like I think our pods are sort of reserved for like after the game week is done, right? That's a no, then. So we, I'll speak to you in two weeks' time, then. When, when, when does this game, next game week, sort of happen? Like yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And yeah. So when's game week twenty? It's the Saturday straight afterwards. Yeah. So we're straight into the next game week, and straight into game week twenty-three. So we won't even have time to pod for twenty-three. Uh, okay. So this is our challenge, right? It's going to go from Tuesday the thirtieth to Saturday the third. So when? Okay. Say. Oh, it's going to go from Thursday the 1st to Saturday the 3rd. It's a rough one. Yeah, so this game week finishes on a Thursday, and the next one starts two days later on the Saturday. So we kind of, there's kind of no time to react to 22 to talk about 23. Hmm. So well, perhaps, perhaps we should pop back next week to talk about what we've learned so far and a couple of thoughts on 23. I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, and I can do some clean sheet odds then because we're too early, yeah. early for clean sheet odds. So, do like game week 23 captain pick and clean sheet odds and that shit and question of the week All yeah you just you just want another question to get right don't you <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think every week forget we do that until right when you say it I'm like oh yeah we do that <laughs> like, don't, like, don't well, perhaps, perhaps, well perhaps that 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 should be the question so kev what's the thing we haven't talked about so far this week and see see if you get that right <sighs> okay Right. I, well, I, well, well. They, there you go. We are, we are going to pop yeah. next Sunday. So we'll chat to you then. When's the transfer window close? Which day? Like that'll be it. it it's closed on the thirty first of Jam. So it's it's mid. It's the middle of game week twenty two. Okay. So it won't have closed next Sunday when we pod. It won't have closed, okay. but I guess the rumors will be ra- ramping up. But they would have. We will know the e- e- EFL Cup final. That should right. determine the blanks twenty six. And we'll know most of the FA Cup results, but obviously we won't know who's got through if they've drawn. But obviously a lot of the games will be positive results, I suspect. So we will have a clearer view of what's happening. Okay, sweet, man. So so perhaps next week we can talk about, well, now we know this, these are the things to think about. And then we can talk a little bit about clean sheet odds and maybe game week 23 cap, which I think having, you mentioned it early, early on, could be a tricky one. So Sweet. All right. So we'll have a good one. See, see, see you next week. Bye bye. All right. See you, buddy. Bye.